Hey, Lamely, and welcome to the second episode of the Mariah podcast. I am Jay, the diva. I am Shady Baby, otherwise known as Jack. I'm Han, aka Candy Chick. And I'm Gelp on the radio. So we just want to start by letting everybody know about the Mariah convention that's coming up. And if you want your free tickets, there is only 51. You need to get over to at Mariah podcast on social media and click the link and get your tickets because they are going fast, honey. And it is going to be a fun time. There's going to be prizes and talking and music and everything fun, Mariah. So get on over, get your tickets, and we'll see you on 327. So this past week has been a very long week. Um, I was actually looking forward to doing this podcast because it's fun and we get to talk about Mariah. Not that I don't talk about Mariah all week long at work. Um, I think sometimes my coworkers are tired of hearing about Mariah, but on the flip side, they do learn a lot about Mariah. And one of my coworkers, actually, when the book came out, I asked her to come with me um, to Barnes and Noble to pick up a copy. I just wanted to know if she wanted to go for a ride with me. And she did. And she ended up buying the book and she read it. And now she kind of is into Mariah. I'll get Snapchats from her um, in the car listening to Mariah songs and or she'll send me a message and say, oh, I just read this article online about Mariah or watched this video. And it's kind of fun when you when you turn somebody on to all oh, that is Mariah Carey. Um, what about you guys? Do you guys have any experience with talking about Mariah at work? We'll start with you, Shady Baby. Oh, well, I have, I've had a tiny experience of talking to someone at work about Mariah, but it's more for the fact that he generally asked me what music I like as you know you kind of do when you start speaking to new people and I said to him I like Mariah Carey I like other R&B artists pop artists stuff like that and that's as far as it really went really so nothing really exciting to report but on a tiny little tangent only a tiny tangent some of my friends a bit like you were saying like your work friends they obviously they know that I love Mariah so they sometimes send me messages or snaps with them in the car listening to Mariah being like thinking of you and I feel like so happy that I've influenced these people. How about you Candy Chip? Uh, well I do have people ask me about what music I listen to at work but I just avoid saying anything about Mariah so when they ask me I just say oh I like um, old school R&B that's my usual go-to thing and the reason I don't say Mariah is because I don't know I just I feel like sometimes when you say I like Mariah they're like oh I like her old songs or oh it's something crappy like she can't sing anymore or just something that's negative so I just avoid talking about her in most places like my my life literally revolves around Mariah work and basketball and the three of them just don't overlap I have close friends who I speak to maybe once a week and um they don't know about my lambdom so yeah work colleagues I definitely wouldn't talk to them about it because it's just I don't know maybe because I'm from the UK and she isn't as huge over here so people don't really have like the best they don't understand they don't know so the energy it would take for me to actually teach them it, it's just too much so I just rather not talk about it what about you gal 
Yeah, so for me, if I think back um, over the years, so I work in NHS predominantly, um, and um, I've worked in all different settings, and I've been invited to things like GP practices parties and stuff like that. And rather than talk about her, they more play her music around Christmas time. Um, so all I want for Christmas is guaranteed to get played um, when you go to the um, work Christmas parties. So we more just kind of listen to her music around that time. And for this Christmas, um, obviously we're working remote now. So my colleague knows that I like Mariah a lot and he loves Mariah as well. So he will put it on the TV and we'll be just be jamming to uh, Mariah in the background, um, especially when we're stressed, like he'll put Mariah's videos on on MTV. And um, when Old Santa came out as well, we kind of like jammed to that <laughs> a few times, um, which is pretty cool. So yeah, and back to Jay. Well, that's very interesting in hearing everybody's take on Mariah at work. And I believe we have um, someone who wants to make a comment. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, I can relate to All Up for Christmas being played at work because when I was at work around Christmas and they played that song, everyone was kind of singing along, but they didn't really know the words. And obviously I knew every single word. And it was really frustrating for me that they didn't know the words. So I just, I was like jamming along with it by myself in the corner, but I didn't really want them to like know that I knew all the words because then it would show that like I'm crazy because I am crazy about Mariah. So it was, it was a really awkward situation. That's so funny. Yeah, what about you? You have something to say? So, yeah, I mean, I remember we're going back up quite a while now like for a long long while um and all I want for Christmas got played and I didn't even know it was Mariah can you believe that so I heard this Christmas song all the time and I didn't know it was her and my colleague said it was her and I was like what um so I think in the UK that's kind of like our national Christmas anthem and whether you know it's her or not you know the song so I think a lot of the times her name might not get mentioned at work but a song will definitely get played at some point in the in the workforce in the UK. Yeah, I definitely um, can relate to all of that with her Christmas song. Um, I don't know about you guys, not even at work, just in general in life. I kind of feel like when people think of Mariah or hear Mariah, I'm their second thought because <laughs> they'll usually send me a clip or post something on Facebook or you know, somebody I haven't heard or uh, heard from in a while, or if I see somebody out I haven't seen in a while, and they're like, oh my God, I thought about you the other day, like Mariah came on the radio and I was like, oh, I got to call Jay. So it's, it's kind of fun to kind of be like related, not related, but like associated, that's the word I was looking for, associated with Mariah in that way. Um, and Hannah, to your point, it is very frustrating when you have to explain Mariah to people, um, especially when somebody has a notion of her or an idea of her and you're like, no, that's really not it. Like, this is really Mariah. And you have to go into the explanation because again, they're going based on what they hear in the news and what they see in the media. So it's very frustrating. Um, but speaking of seeing Mariah on the news and in the media, um, this past week, we got an extended mix of We Belong Together 
I believe it was called uh, Mimi's Late Night Valentine's Mix, um, which I'm going to let you guys speak first because there are no words for me to describe how excited I was when I heard this. So, um, Jack, let's go over to you. Oh, similar to you, I don't have many words because I was so excited to get this this week. Obviously, we thought we might get it on Valentine's or just before. So obviously when we didn't, we were a bit worried, oh, okay, is it going to come out or not? And then she put out a tweet saying it's coming, but it's going to come out in a couple of days. When it come out, I was like, finally, we have it. I can play it on Spotify. I've got the extended mix, all those ad libs, oh, everything. It's just everything I wanted from an extended remix. How about you, Candy Chick? Anything you want to add? I mean, yeah, I could talk about it a lot. I don't know why you guys haven't got a lot of words about it. I loved it. Um, from her scatting in it and quality of her voice, like we haven't heard Mariah do a strong, high pitch belt in a minute. And she gave us that and more in the extended version, which I was dying for. I was like, this sounds like a much patient error to me. Like, I felt like I was back in 2005. So it, yeah, she was, she leveled up. And quarantine has literally done her voice amazing. I know she was talking about in other interviews as well about her getting into the studio and stuff because she's not been running around across the world doing live shows that she's been able to rest her voice. And it's showed amazingly. So hopefully we do get like an album very, very soon. But what do you think, Al? I mean, I can't even know what to say. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> wow. I mean, of course I loved it. I loved all the ad-libbed. It, it felt like an early Christmas present or birthday present. And it was just so refreshing. And I think Quarantine has done her good vocally and the way she looks. She's taken good care of herself. And uh, I'm just so grateful. Um, for the content she's provided overall for us during quarantine. She's almost like a musical counsellor and she comes at the right time. Um, but yeah, I loved it. So I just wanted to wait to hear what you guys had to say. Um, I really couldn't get my words together about it, um, but hearing you guys talk, it kind of gave me an, an idea of remembrance of what I felt when I first heard it. Um, so when we got the actual version, uh, the, the first version of We Belong Together, I was obviously blown away. I believe we talked about that in the last podcast. It was amazing. Um, but then when this one happened and it got to the end of the song and it went into her runs and her whistle tones, um, I believe it was around the four and a half minute mark of the song. So if you guys want to go and play it, um, she starts that. Uh, run with her whistle tone and I literally I, I just didn't even know what to say um, and then I believe closer to the five minute mark she says we belong together but in her whistle tone which always amazes me when she can speak in that tone it, it, it blows my mind um, but just like to your point Hannah um, listening to her voice it was very strong um, it did bring me back to, you know, 2005, maybe even earlier. Um, 
I just really liked the vibe she was giving. And I'm really hoping that that mood is something that we're going to be getting from Mariah um, in the future, um, even if it's not her doing remakes of her songs like that. But if it's an actual album that has that vibe to it, um, where she just kind of does a freestyle and, and does her own thing and it's not so, um, you know, pre-planned. I kind of feel like when she does something like this, it's a lot more um, exciting. Um, what about you, Hannah? Yeah, I was just going to say that it, it's definitely less rigid because we all kind of know Mariah's songs usually go verse, chorus, second verse, chorus, bridge, outro, chorus, you know, it's usually um, something along those lines, but when she's like, given the freedom to experiment and stuff, is literally when she, we get her best stuff, like My All was her experimenting and doing something new, and everyone knows My All is just amazing, so yeah, hopefully she continues to be in this creative space and does new stuff. Absolutely. Jack? Okay, I do actually have to say after listening to all of you, like how how spontaneous it does all sound. I mean, you can definitely tell it wasn't all staged and scripted. You can tell she was there with her band, just having a jam, all these runs coming out, the whistle notes she did. It wasn't, it was, it was so, what, what is interesting is when it come out on midnight, listening to it as it should be intended late at night, it gives you a really different vibe. So sitting there with headphones on, hearing those whistles come out and everything, it gives you such a different mood. And I really hope she does go down this direction of more stuff like this, especially even if even if it's all original material, some like late night jazz, that kind of thing, I think we definitely should get because that was something I think we needed at the right time, just like what Gal said. I mean, yeah, I definitely think it is truly award-worthy in my opinion. I can probably say in all of our opinions, um, but speaking of awards, we have some news that uh, Christopher Buckle was being nominated in the Annual Makeup Artist and Hairstylist uh, Guild Awards um, for the work he's done with Mariah. Um, Hannah, you have a little bit more info on that? So Christopher Buckle has been nominated for his work for Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special that came out last December. He's been nominated for Best Contemporary Makeup. And Mariah's also been um, nominated for Best Hairstyling. And uh, yeah, hopefully he wins because that makeup was A plus amazing. The way he transformed her into the her snow princess was kind of something that we haven't seen from Mariah. We haven't seen her look transformed like that we've obviously seen like different things with like Bianca and stuff like that but we haven't really seen her looking like an ice cream and it just looks perfection Gal do you feel the same yeah I mean just going back on like Christopher I think he's been on his grind for a very very long time and I'm so happy that he's finally being acknowledged for you know his hard work and dedication um for makeup um Mariah's makeup always looks flawless and he does a amazing job 
Um, so I'm just really happy that he's been acknowledged um, for all his hard work that he's been contributing to uh, for all these years. Yeah, Mariah's had a lot of different makeup artists of come and go. Currently, she is working with another makeup artist, but for TV events, we all know that she would especially fly Christopher out to do her makeup for TV stuff and things that she's going to be more um, more shown around the world than to the day-to-day because I can really believe that Christopher is charging like a small penny for um, his work and keeping him around day to day would just be a little bit extortionate, but obviously it's quality. So you have to pay for it. But yeah, like when you need to look fly, Christopher is definitely your guy. What an excellent rhyme that was. I just have to pop in and say that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I definitely agree. Um, Christopher's work is amazing. Um, the work that he did on the Christmas special was, I, I can't even know what to say. It was brilliant. Like she looked amazing. Um, that moment when she sang, um, I believe it was when Christmas comes um, and she was by the piano and she had that glittery eyeshadow on and it matched the dress. Like I was living for every moment of that. Um, and then also his work that he did on GTFO her makeup was amazing in that video. Like he is such a good makeup artist that I can't even stand it. And on top of it, um, I've watched a lot of his lives on Instagram and he's so nice. Like he's talked to a lot of like, not only the fans, but people that are interested in makeup that go on there and, and watch him. And he is just so, so, so like humble about what he does. Jack, did you have something to say about uh, Christopher's work? Yeah, I just have to say that obviously she's had him around for a good few years now. I believe it's since 97, if I get that rightly. Yeah, her, especially for the Christmas special, her, to quote, to quote Candy Chick, her makeup was fly. Like the eyeshadow, everything she had on, I know he didn't dress her, but the makeup she had, honestly, she, I think she hasn't looked so good in a long time. And I think it was the best opportunity to, make her look her best especially with that budget as well she they had a lot of budget for that christmas show and i'm glad that her makeup looked really really good for that agreed so speaking of awards and shows um i believe mariah has been selected um as an uh, the innovator award for the african-american film critics association awards um this is something that I believe it's the 12th annual, if I remember correctly. Um, and there was an article released uh, by Variety. Um, and just to read you a little quote from the Variety article, um, they said, uh, given a career of her magnitude, we really could have done it anytime. At this point, she's more than earned the right to be recognized at some point. When members spoke about the impact of her videos and how much they meant to them, we thought, let's recognize her because she's always projected a lot of positive energy, which we definitely need now during the pandemic and coming out of the last four years. So I think that's a pretty powerful statement to say about somebody, especially, you know, someone of Mariah's status who has been around for a very long time. Um, you know, the, the fact that people still look to her for positivity 
and the fact that people still look to her music and her videos and a lot of the stuff that she does to bring them to a better place emotionally and mentally. Um, I think that's a pretty, you know, something that you can't set out to do that in your career. The fact that she just has the ability to do that is literally the magic of, of, of all that's Mariah. Um, Jack, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's amazing that she's being honored for this. I mean, five years into her career, she finally got permission to be able to help direct her own music videos. And this is someone who isn't just in front of the camera, but also unbeknownst to a lot of people is often behind the camera too. To be able to give opportunities to black creatives to help them also get behind the scenes is a really amazing thing to be able to do. You're giving opportunities to people, you're giving them jobs, being able to give something back considering it was hard for you when you first started out. I think it's, I, I think she's definitely well honoured to get this. I think she deserves it. I'm glad that she's actually being honoured for it. Well, although I'm not African-American, I am black and being a black person, it's always a great thing to see people who look like you on TV. And Mariah being such a high status, it's great to that she also embraces her black side. Obviously, she's always done it, like behind the camera. And we know that through some documentaries that she's done. But in front of the camera too, she's always pushed it. For if you look at look back at her music videos from Dream Lover, all the background dancers on that video were black men, and that kind of raised the question: What is she? Obviously, we don't ask that question because one, it's ignorant, and two, we know her heritage. But the normal nor average Joe wouldn't know because Mariah is a bit ambiguous looking. So it's always been great that she's always embraced her side and pushed them out there. Gal, what do you think? I mean, for me as a fan, um, and I hope for Mariah, this award will be, will mean a lot to her. Um, first on like just being a woman and being acknowledged as a creator, and being behind the scenes, um, it can be overly dominated, a male um, side of things. So I think it'll mean a lot for her as a woman to accept this um, and to, to have this award. Um, I also think as well, like what you're mentioning about race as well, um, it'll mean a lot to her also, because I feel like when you are biracial and you are ambiguous looking like Mariah is um you don't quite know where you where you fit in kind of thing and I think both races on both sides can be ignorant um so I think her having this award it's also like an acknowledgement from her black side of her heritage um which she doesn't always get either um so I think it'll, it'll mean a lot to her and I think it's just great seeing um a woman you know, get this award as a creator as well, because it's usually we're, we're quite underrepresented. Oh yeah, guys, we will put more information about this in the bio of this episode. But if you want to find out more information yourself, just go to www.aafca.com to find out more about nominations and when the event will be running. So I want to move on to some rumors, because I mean, 
Who doesn't love a good rumor? Um, there are some rumors floating out there about Mariah this past week that we've seen online. Um, the first one we'll start with was a post and apparently from what I gathered reading it, it's something that's been out there before that Mariah either sang or passed on the opportunity to sing My Heart Will Go On, uh, the theme from Titanic, which we all know was brilliantly sung by Celine Dion. Um, but there's some rumors out there that Mariah either sang it or there's a version out there with her or that it was given to her and she passed on it. I mean, honestly, I don't know all the intricate details of it. I've only ever seen this like float out there a couple of times. I don't feel like it's something that is true in my opinion, because I feel, you know, I believe we talked about this before that, you know, there are songs that get passed on to artists all the time. And if they don't want it, they pass on it. And we've all heard the stories of songs that, you know, this was supposed to go to this person and this person took it and it was a huge hit. Um, like for instance, Telephone by Lady Gaga was um, originally intended for Britney Spears. She sang it, I guess, either didn't like it or her, her management didn't like it or the record company and they passed on it and it went to Lady Gaga and Beyonce, which we know it was a huge hit. Um, but there was a version of Britney singing it that was leaked. And so I feel if there was a version of Mariah singing it, um, especially since it was all the way back in the 90s, that at some point there would have been something, even if it was a snippet, leaked of her singing it. Um, so that's why I don't think it's real. But what do you guys think, Jack? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I haven't looked too much into it, but obviously I, I know about the subject. I don't believe it for one minute. I mean, unless it was really kept up in tight wrap and all that time obviously is not actually true news now but i don't believe it i mean why i can't i just couldn't see it i couldn't see it especially around the same time that it was the film come out which was 97 i believe i i don't think she'd want to be doing that she normally writes all her songs so i don't think why she would want to do that i mean i'm kind of glad i mean celine made the song as it was i don't and I think it was great that she did it. And it obviously worked very, very well for her. I don't believe the rumor at all because I don't think anyone would really approach Mariah at that point to sing a song that was already written. Um, the only other time she's done that was with Men You Believe with Whitney. So actually thinking about it, if this is somewhat true, then the only way I think it could have been feasible is if they said, hey, Mariah, Celine is on this track, or we want to do a song with Celine, but we also want to add you on it too. That's the only other way that I can feel like she would entertain someone giving her a song. Oh, a that, duet. That's interesting. Right. Like, that's the only other time I'd think that she, it, they would approach her because you can't approach Mariah Carey at that point, who's probably written 1997, you said. So she. It was, it was just before Butterfly, so she had written about, quick maths, about 10, at least 10, um, I think, at least 10 number one songs by then. You're not going to approach her with just a random song for a film that no one knew was going to be as big as it was meant to be. Exactly. I don't know the history on the song as much, but I don't think she would have, I don't think she would have wanted to do that. Yeah, um, I totally agree. I mean, I think it's a rumour. Simply being, I think, 
by this stage, if that was the case, Mariah would have spoke about it herself, unless something really um, kind of like uh, sabotage kind of happened and she can't speak about it. But I just feel like she would have hinted or she would have um, mentioned something like in a book or in an interview by now. I mean, these things happen all the time. For example, Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. That was actually meant to be for TLC. And they said it's not for them and pass it on. And, you know, it's, it can be dependent on the songwriter who the song goes to and various other stakeholders. It could be to do with contracts, etc. But I just feel like she would have mentioned it if it was true. So for me, I think it's a false one. Yeah, I did a little while you guys were talking. I did a little... I feel like Jack, I did a little research quick online <laughs> and um, I looked up uh, the history of that song. Um, and again, it's on Wikipedia. So I'm just kind of reading what's on there, which as we all know on Wikipedia, some things can be true, some things can't be. Um, but it does mention that Tommy Matola and Walter, I always mess up his name, Walter Asanasiev, I believe I said it right. Um, did have an input on this song. So I'm wondering if that's how Mariah kind of got her name thrown into this. Because um, on here it says that um, Tommy Matola claimed that Dion recorded the song uh, in one take and that the demo is what was released in the film. Um, and then it says that when the song was released to radio, um, when the single was to be released to radio, it was produced further by Walter Afanasiev, who added strings and electric guitar, as well as rearranged portions of the song. So I'm wondering if that's how her name kind of got thrown into this rumor because two people that were associated with Mariah were part of such a big song. What do you guys think about that? Oh yeah, I was gonna say, I do know that there are two different versions of the song. I think it's the soundtrack one is the demo and then on her, I can't remember the name of the album, but the album that came out that year for Celine, I know there's a slightly more produced version. I was actually going to ask initially until you did your research what label she was on. So I'm guessing she was on Sony. That Celine Dion was on? Yeah, sorry, Celine was on. Um, it says here, label was Columbia and Epic. Okay. So Yeah, so it is Sony. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking it might have it might have been something to do with that label communication or whatever. And I kind of feel like, you know, even thinking about who they would ask, and obviously it's a good song, and we all know that Mariah has an amazing voice, obviously, so does Celine. Um, but I think I don't think they went to Mariah. I kind of think they just went to Celine because she had such um, a big hit with Beauty and the Beast. And that was a, a soundtrack song. Um, was that song as big in the UK? I'm just thinking that'd be why they would have asked that, that they went straight to her. But the next rumor, speaking of soundtrack songs, um, is that Mariah didn't like the song Almost Home that she did for the movie um, Oz the Great and Powerful from Disney, um, which hearing that, it being one of my top five songs of Mariah, hearing that really like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just meant to be me saying attack. <laughs> so sorry. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> um, 
being one of my top uh, songs, I was kind of crushed to hear that. Like I was hoping that it wasn't true um, because I really love the way she sounds on that song. And I love the musical direction that it went in. And I love like the bridge of that song, how she sounds at her layered vocals. I just think it's probably for me, one of her best songs. And I would love to have heard more, maybe a couple more songs that sound like that. Um, what do you all think of that rumor? I think it might be true. And I only say that because when it comes to writing for a TV show, a movie and stuff, I don't feel like she has complete control. Obviously, she um, has to write music and all that stuff. But there are probably a lot of influences around and a lot of things that people wanted to hear. So it might not have just been her in a studio by herself with freedom to do whatever she wanted related to the film. She probably had a lot of people saying, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. So I can understand why she might not, it might not be a favorite of hers. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a different sound for Mariah. Um, I mean, I liked it. It was, I like it when artists go outside of the box. Uh, I thought it was very refreshing. Um, but I can imagine um, her not liking it. That's, I think that could be true because if you look at past albums and singles, it's, it's just completely different. And I take on board Candy Chick's comment as well, with it being to a film that she would have limited control over it and what she could do. And sometimes that's not great for an artist because they probably saying, they probably said to her, sing it like this but she's hearing other things in her musical mind of how she would have liked to have sung it, but was restricted. Um, and therefore, probably she, she just doesn't like it that much. Totally understandable, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know, maybe we can see if anything else comes out about that, because that was just a rumor that came out this week and was posted in one of the um, Mariah um, groups. So we'll see if anything else comes to that or if anybody has any more information. Um, but now we are going to move on to something a little different this week, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be Name That Tune. As you know, Mariah does that on Twitter. Every so often she'll jump on, usually late night, and she'll do the hashtag NTT. Um, so we're going to do our own little version of that here on the Mariah podcast. And for that, I am going to pass it on over to Hannah. So guys, it's now time for Name That Tune. How this is going to work is I'm going to say a lyric and you guys have to guess what song it's from now because Mariah's got such a huge catalogue we're gonna do songs from Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel and we're doing that album because we still haven't got MC30 for that album so I think it's time that we just put it out there into the universe let's get those remixes and let's play Name That Tune you also guys will get a hint and if you want to use that hint, you can. You only have one hint and you have to message me directly to get that hint. Are you all ready? I'm ready. Woohoo! 
Jack and Gal, you better be on your game, honey, because this is my favorite album. This is your strength. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I'm... let's let's go. The first lyric is Wanna be with you, but you never try to holler. But what if I know it? Do we just speak or do we have to raise our hand? What do we do? You just say it. Um is it more than just friends? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, One point to Shetty Baby. Second one. We treated love like a sport. Oh, I feel like I know this one, but I can't connect the dots. It hates you. Uh-uh. Wait, what do you mean, no? Love like a sport. Oh, it's a, it, it's a tip of the tongue situation going on over here. Angels cry? Uh-uh. The diva has a clue. Oh my god, why is this stumping me right now? <laughs> Are you guys really struggling? Yeah, I can't think. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. And this is my favorite album, but. Well, it just shows that you don't. It's the thing <laughs> where you easy. learn it so much that you don't actually retain the lyrics because you know it already. When If you heard the music, you'd probably know it automatically. Oh, the words. This is hard. Like, it's just. Oh. Come on, guys. Think. Um, oh, okay. And it's no. not hate you? Yes, it is. I already said that. No, you said, said said angels cry. I swear you said angels cry. No, I said angels cry. You at the start. I didn't say angels cry. I said hate you. You said it at the st- Oh my god. Wait, yeah. someone said something wrong though. Yeah, I did, but Jay said it first, right? <laughs> when did Jay and say what? it? I was naughty and um. This is the bloopers real. Rewind the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I googled wait, it. Yeah, wait, I was naughty. Yeah, I got it wrong. Came, I, I, I was crying. Guys, I fucked up. Twice. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Gal. You're googling it. The game show host got it wrong. This is all we have to say here. I googled it because I needed to know, like, you know, when something's just there. And I thought it came with angels cry. Yeah, In a right. universe that would be called cry. cheating. It is angels cry. It is angels cry. Oh, okay. Wow. So why did you say hate you? Are you kind of mind as well? I don't know hey, why hate you was in my mind. Someone did say angels cry, right? Yeah, I said angels cry, but you said uh uh-uh. You're correct, but you cheated, so I'm not going to give it to you. Oh, I mean, I just I know you need to know. <laughs> you beated yourself out there. All right. No points so for angels us. angels cry. No, no okay. points for gal. Okay. And there is a video. Sorry, the, the hint was right. Okay. Next one is Boy, you remind me of a love that seems so b- sublime. I'll say that again because I started. Boy, you remind me of a love that seems so sublime. God, this is a popular song. I don't know. Is it the impossible? Uh uh-uh. uh. Wow. I really suck. Yeah, this is um, hold on. I feel like it. <laughs> I'll pick an obscure lyric. Let me have another lyric. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I want to win. I want to win. <laughs> so sublime. Why? I can I can hear it. Like I can hear it in my head, but I can't think of the song. You all want the next lyric? Yes, yeah. please. Okay. It is. Your kisses told me oh so many lies. Okay, I don't know this album clearly. Was it standing O? Yes, it is. Thank you. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. One to Jay. Uh-huh. Okay, there's two more. Guess it's all my fault. Ladies sing the blues. Guess it's all my fault. Ladies sing the blues. Oh, I know this one. This is like my top five songs. The Impossible? Uh-uh. Wait. Uh. Inseparable. Yes, it is. Thank you very much, God. <laughs> <laughs> so scores are, so far, the diva has two, Shitty Baby has one, and Gal has zero. Uh-uh. <laughs> Okay. This is the last, this is the final one, guys. I gotta get this one. Quite easy, I think. Telling the world how much you miss me. Oh. Don't forget, you do Wait. have clues. Oh no, it's not that one. Um. Wait, telling the world how much you miss me. Ain't that obsessed? It sure is. Yeah. My favorite song. That's so funny. I love her moment. She's <laughs> <laughs> so happy. So I had to get one and that into my tune and I'm thinking, wait, this sounds a bit like someone's trying to be like obsessive. <laughs> okay. Jay Diva, you won. Your Yay! Problem. You guys can't see this now, but I'm flipping my imaginary hair. Yay! Memoir <laughs> stand out in full force. Burn your badge. Your prize is absolutely nothing. Fantastic! I will treasure it. But if your <laughs> listeners would like a prize, then head over to the Mariah convention and buy your raffle ticket so you can get one of the rare Mariah mem- memorabilia. I always have struggle saying that word and get a prize in your raffle. That That was so much fun. I cannot wait until we do that again. So we have to ask the listeners, you know, we, in the beginning of the podcast, we talked about talking about Mariah with our coworkers. All of you guys that are out there listening, do you talk about Mariah with coworkers or ever have to explain your love to Mariah about uh, for Mariah to coworkers or anyone like Hannah mentioned earlier on uh, go to any of our social medias at Mariah podcast and let us know um, or I believe you can inbox us as well if you don't want to tweet it out and then we will read these answers on the next episode all right guys well it has been so much fun can't wait to do this again next time As always, we love you, we appreciate you, and we enjoy you. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.
You've been listening to the Mariah Podcast. 